Test one, two. Can you hear me? Greetings, Rick. I can hear you. Hey, Fred. Welcome. Excellent. Uh, let's give it a few minutes to get everyone up on the stage and we Mine will get ready. Can you hear me? Okay. Hey, guys. Brendan here. Can you hear me loud and clear? We got you, Brendan. Awesome. We're just waiting on a few of the invited speakers to join. So just give us a minute. It looks like there's two spaces live at the second for some reason. So please stand by. We're trying to figure out the technical details here. This one has Rick and myself and Brendan in it, and now Zachy. Um, but we also had uh, one with our stride friends. Okay, <clears throat> I just sent you an invite. Riley, so hopefully you can come up to speak. Looks like we're waiting for one more person. Rick, do you see uh, anyone that needs to be added? Double checking the request queue. Yeah, we have two in the request queue. I'm trying to add them right okay, now. Great, thank you. And uh, it doesn't seem to want to let me to add people. Are you able to see the request queue, Fred? Uh, it's. Um... Showing a mine, no one's requesting to join. Oh, Zucky's Zucky's worked. Hi, Zucky. Can you get a mic check from you, please? Uh, mic check. I can talk now. It's oh, great. great. Thanks. I think Verat is the only person that we're uh, we're missing right now. Is Verat on the Stride Zone handle? If so, that's who we have a request for, and that's who I have not been able to add. Riley, do you know? That's probably him. Yeah. Okay. I've I've asked to him to join. We'll see if it comes through. Cool. <clears throat> welcome to X. Okay. Yes. Welcome to X. Uh, if Elon would only respond to my emails about the state of X spaces. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Inner Protocol October Jam. This is a special event of our community meeting. Uh, we're looking at this as a, as a way to mark the relationship between Inner Protocol and Stride and to celebrate the onboarding of ST Atom as a mining asset for IST. Um, my name is Rick Shreves. I'm with the DCF, and my co host today is Fred. Hello, Fred. Greetings. Thanks for having me. Fred will be on the inner protocol handle uh, today. Uh, good to be back hosting the community call. It's been a while since we've done it, uh, and it's good to see you all. And we have a great group of guests today. Uh, joining us is Riley, co-founder of Stride Labs, uh, Virat, a contributor at Stride Zone, Zucky, one of the Cosmos OGs, and Brendan, the senior product manager at Agoric. And we're going to be talking about all things ST Atom, Inter Protocol Stride, and what's happening with things in the Inter Protocol world. Before we get started, 
first things first, a quick happy birthday to Inner Protocol and IST. We're one year old today. So it's it's been an interesting first year with the launch of PSM and then with vaults and now the first expansion of vaults to a second asset type. And we're really looking forward to what the next 12 months will bring. Uh, there's been a real uptick in community activity over the last few weeks, which has been super happy. To, uh, we've been super happy to see. And just engagement with the protocol as a whole is increasing quite a bit now. Now it's up to us to actually build on this and leverage this for real growth that's meaningful for the protocol. One last point, and then I'll hand it over to you, Fred, to start our uh, questions. Uh, if anyone in the audience has questions, we're happy to take them. What we suggest is that you add them into the uh, tweet thread uh, that is associated with this space. Um, that seems to work better than having people put up their hands and trying to get them on stage and deal with technical issues. But we've got somebody watching that tweet thread to pull out those questions and surface them for the moderators. So uh, it should be an effective way for us to take questions. And that lets you also ask the questions um, regardless of language skills and, and when you want to speak or if you don't want to speak. All right, so without further ado, Fred, can I hand it over to you and let's let's start the conversation. Absolutely. So. Uh, First question I wanted to start with is for uh, Brendan, product management of Atagoric. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened this week and uh, state Atom. So ST Atom vaults are live. Uh, what does that really mean, exa uh, for example, uh, especially if you've seen the uh, stake and mint uh, video and uh, campaign that went out? Can you give us a little? Yeah, which was awesome work. Um, great work by marketing there. Yeah. so. You know, last week we, um, you know, it was a big milestone getting ST Atom uh, onto vaults. What that meant is this is our second collateral type that we we now support. Um, users can now come with their ST Atom, lock it up in an inter-protocol vault and, and mint IST against that. So, you know, we launched earlier in the year with Atom as our kind of uh, kickoff um, collateral type. Um, and so this move to ST Atom was, was, was a big leap in a way because the Atom was launched as a part of a much bigger um, deployment, and this is the first uh, standalone collateral ad that we've done. And it's it's unique for us in a few ways because it's also the first community developed and deployed um, Corival proposal or feature ad that we've had for Interprotocol. You know, so we had uh, we worked with uh, Xerox Patrick, who who was able to shepherd that process through with some Agoric optical help. But ultimately, the deployment and and all the work around it was community uh, led, which was which is amazing, and that's what we see want to see more of. Um, but yeah, ultimately, SC Adam uh, went live on Interprotocol last week. Uh, went very smoothly. Um, there was a lot happening behind the scenes as far as like what we did in the process. I think I think we're kind of going to get into that a bit. Um, but it's a big uh, boon for Inter. It's a big boon for Stride, and we're we're really excited at this uh, at this step um, and where we're at, where we come to. Great. So for uh, Stride, I have a, a question. If uh, we just said ST Atom, but what does that really mean? How is what what is these this uh, ST Atom and um, why is it important for it to be able to to be put into uh, to vaults there? So maybe uh, Riley or Verrett. Yeah, of course. So uh, throughout DeFi, it's becoming pretty popular to back decentralized stablecoins with liquid staking tokens. On ETH, it may not cost that much to back a stablecoin with a native unstaked asset. Maybe you're forfeiting five percent, but in Cosmos, it's very expensive. You forfeit twenty plus percent, and keeping the rewards in your pocket makes it much more attractive to mint stable coins 
uh, with, say, ST Atom. Um, so we're pretty excited about adding ST Atom as collateral for IST because we think it is the perfect collateral for the Inter protocol. The way it works has never changed. It's Lindy. As a representation of Atom, ST Atom inherits all the properties of Atom. It also inherits the economic security of Atom through Stride's usage of interchain security. It has the most DEX liquidity of any liquid staking token in Cosmos. And finally, it's trusted in size to back other Cosmos stable coins. I think there's more than $2 million of ST Atom backing the Shade Silk stable coin and more than a million backing uh, USK. So uh, all this plus security features and most importantly, the fact that you can continue to earn staking rewards while backing IST uh, makes me very excited about what's going to happen. I've been watching the, the chart of IST collateral over the last week and it was you know 100% Atom and the, the size wasn't that big um, for, up until last week. And finally, ST Atom went live. And the chart went from blue representing Atom to mostly red representing ST Atom. Uh, so it, it's clear that users want to continue earning their staking rewards. And I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Great. Brendan, can you tell us a little bit more about the process for onboarding the new collateral types for IST and maybe some uh, some background statistics on, on how this went? Yeah, yeah. So I'll start with the stats just because we're there. But yeah, since we've launched, um, we have over 28,000 um, in, in, in locked SCM collateral, um, which is which is awesome. Um, that's that's equates to about 246,000 US dollars um, in, in kind of current pricing. Um, and that's awesome. And we also, I think with an equivalent mint of, I, I think it's around 70 or 80,000 IST minted off the back of that. So it was a big jump for us in numbers across the board. Um, we've we've had about eight or ten active vaults right now open. So you know, spread across a fewer number of vaults, but it's it's awesome to see that activity. Um, you know, from from when we launched. Um, but yeah, moving to the process. So the you know it's it's it was no small feat getting everything up and going you know this is a very decentralized process and um, users and listeners are probably familiar with the onboarding process broadly if you follow the forums but you know to summarize it um it starts with a, a you know a community-led discussion of our signaling proposal um that moves then to the ec who then go through the onboarding process and that includes a risk assessment a third-party uh, risk assessment with with gauntlet um they converge on some on, on some of the risks around it liquidity assess all the various inputs um and then they publish their view on this similarly they're they're also working in parallel with okay how do we price this asset for Atom, you know we worked at stride um and and our oracle provider simply staking to align on the best pricing kind of mechanism and and get those pieces ready prior to kind of the the core valve prep so uh, you know, and once all those pieces kind of start to come into play, then on, in this particular rollout, there was some work for Agoric Opco to do to um, to send this off and to make it a little bit easier for forthcoming collateral types. And so, what in this particular case, we had some SD atom delays in, in the in in getting this proposal out because of a an auction timing bug, which we 
had to address before releasing. And so it was just around timing of pricing and we did fix that, but that did cause a, a bit of a delay at the start. But the way we're, we're set up now means there's we've enabled the community to um, to add new collateral types, or at least kind of start that process and, and ultimately deliver the Corvell proposal. Um, and But it, it paves the way for easier collateral onboarding, easier and quicker. Uh, um, we're still working on the process to um, to spell it out, but it's, it's a big jump. Um, we expect this process to get easier and easier. It's more decentralized, and um, it's been a really good exercise in in the things the Inner Protocol can do and how we're pushing in the right direction. Okay, so uh, basically, the future means more collateral types can be added easier. <clears throat> so this one kind of broke that uh, barrier of zero. Oops, Fred, uh, we lost you. You seem to have jumped back on mute in the middle of this. Oh, so I guess you can't um, look at questions <laughs> on mobile and uh, still be on mic. So that's not fun. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, Brendan, you're saying this is moving from one to X, and now we've kind of created, uh, jumped over that barrier, and now we're in the, the realm of being able to add new collateral types uh, fairly easy. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we've got like, you know, we proposal templates that come out of this, you know, the core eval template is now pretty well established. And so there's a there's in a way a bit of a run book for community members to follow and, and propose new collateral types, you know, provided the, the EC, it passes the EC standards. And, you know, one thing that we're, we're still working through is um, there is a cost to any proposal uh, along the way. There's a cost to upload bundles. There's a cost to resources getting stuff ready. And so we work, work through that process a little bit more, but ultimately it, it does make for an easier onboarding and, and pieces are a lot easier to follow now. And, and those kind of uh, responsibilities and, and tasks are a lot clearer. Yep, definitely. So as far as uh, what's happened since Cosmoverse, uh, there's been lots of discussions going on. Uh, Stride, you, you've talked about uh, liquid staking tokens uh, for uh, Cosmos in general. What kind of is the future vision of Stride and kind of well, where do you see things going? Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about anything that's uh, happened since Cosmoverse, but uh, what, kind of what's your future uh, plans? Yeah, totally. So Stride for the last six, eight months has had a keen focus on Atom. And we're, we're stepping back a little bit now and still focusing on Atom, but also targeting some of the new larger chains that are coming to the space. Now, Stride itself is, uh, has always been a secure, minimal liquid staking layer and infrastructure piece of infrastructure, really. And uh, the goal is to be aligned with the chains we support. Uh, so that's Cosmos Hub, Osmosis, Injective, and many others today. But in the near future, hopefully Celestia, DYDX, and any other IBC-enabled chain. Uh, ultimately, each of these chains has its own goal. But to speak to Adam's case uh, for a quick second, it's trying to build money. And when you're trying to build money, your ultimate goal is to maximize the amount of debt denominated in that asset. And Stride helps with this by getting as much ST Atom as possible used on interchain protocols like Agoric and Levana, Umi, Osmosis, Mars, so forth, and used in DeFi activities across the interchain. Uh, so we can do this for Atom, but uh, our ultimate goal is to do it for all these other chains as well. And Celestia and DYDX are two priorities in the next six months. Great. We just, uh, you heard it here. So uh, as of yesterday, according to datalens.zone, there's a little under 4 million Atom currently liquid staked. Uh, Zucky, that's less than 2% of the overall supply of Atom. What do you think the biggest barriers to growth are right now? 
And why is it not increasingly as rapidly as we've seen on Ether, uh, Ethereum, for example? So I think I'll give, you, I'll, I'll give you a couple of numbers. So, you know, there's something in the neighborhood of, um, you know, 20, 25 billion ETH, US dollars in ETH that is liquid staked on Ethereum. Um, but if you actually look at how much of that liquid staked atom is actually used in DeFi, um, there's only about uh, 3 billion of that is actually going into various DeFi protocols. Um, and so because Ethereum doesn't support any sort of native delegation system, um, I think liquid staking for a lot of users functions as a delegation system for people who don't have 32 ETH, don't want to deal with running nodes, don't want to, uh, you know, want liquidity, uh, uh, X, Y, Z. I mean, the other thing is Ethereum uh, sort of launched with, with, with withdrawals disabled. So if you wanted to participate in staking, but you couldn't, uh, but you wanted some optionality to actually leave, um, uh, without an unknown timeline, your only option was liquid staking. So a bunch of those things led to the like scaling of the rapid scaling of liquid staked uh, 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 and like uh, ETH. Uh, on the other hand, you know, I believe like the inevitable destiny of all staking tokens is to be overwhelming majority liquid staked. I think it requires uh, DeFi protocol uh, product market fit. Um, to evolve. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I think is, um, uh, uh, is like, a, is a, is a honest truth is like, there's a smaller sort of DeFi native capital base. And frankly, there weren't like until, until very recently, there weren't that many DeFi protocols you could use liquid state data with. Um, so, but like this massive expansion of DeFi protocols that support liquid state data, like, so, you know, with Mars and UMI, you know, their limits of how much uh, uh, liquid staked atom could participate in the protocol would uh, are like filled almost immediately, typically when when they increase those limits. Uh, but with uh, IST, you know, we haven't yet seen, you know, we're we're still, you know, we still have, you know, something like four hundred thousand dollars IST uh, uh, worth of capacity. Uh, in the vaults, and we're still, you know, that still hasn't been filled, uh, which is an interesting behavior. It's interesting, you know, on one hand, it's interesting that like there was such so much demand, there, there was a single, you know, there were there were users with enough demand to quickly, you know, go from zero to to a large fraction of the total, uh, a, a large fraction of the total issued IST. But like we aren't actually seeing any limits of IST like liquidity being hit either. Like there's plenty of IST Osmo liquidity. There's plenty of IST USDC liquidity there the psm still has five hundred thousand dollars of tether in it um there's plenty of room to grow for interprotocol uh there's plenty of room to grow for uh, uh staked atom on Lavana. um i think that you know it, we're, we're back you know we're, we're like the economics now of the product portfolio and DeFi and cosmos actually make a lot of sense um they're not blocked by this uh, uh um you know, like awful, you know, very significant atom hurdle rate of, you know, 20% yield. Um, now that we have ST atom uh, widely deployed in the ecosystem. Um, but now I think there's a user activation challenge as, you know, unlike I think ETH users who, or like a substantial ETH user base who has a lot of experience with like, how do I use, a, like, you know, how do I use stable coins with ETH? How, like, you know, 
uh, you know, like what are the steps to uh, uh, capturing economic upside um, uh, from uh, uh, from minting stable coins? Um, those sorts of things, I think, you know, there's just also sort of just a user education challenge that needs to be overcome. Because, I mean, the, 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 the practical reality was that unless you're in like kind of an up only bull market, I don't, I didn't really imagine that, the, I don't really imagine that the demand for um, sort of unstaked atom collateral in, 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 um, in uh, uh, stable coins will, will exist because the hurdle rate is so um, but you ha- that, like what we mean by hurdle rate is to justify minting IST with Adam, you have to say, I'm going to, my expected return is greater than the uh, uh, staking yield of 20% that I'm expecting. And like, where are you going to get that? Like, we don't, there aren't any farms in, in Cosmos that are, are substantial, are like that profitable, really. But, um, uh, you know, and like most of those farms that are that profitable, like you know, like the Lavano Adam, like Adam Pool and stuff like that, are uh, you know uh, pretty are usually full. Um, so not a like not a lot of obvious opportunities. But now you know there's a lot of opportunities to like say go out and say okay, I'm still still getting nineteen something percent on my ST Adam. But now I, there's like other exciting opportunities. There's been a lot of volatility in the uh, uh, Cosmos ecosystem uh, recently with like. You know, uh, Kujira going up a lot. We have a lot of new exciting assets coming in. So let's say you, you know, you hold a bunch of IST of, of Adam, but you now want, uh, 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 you want to go join the uh, Celestia community, right? You could, uh, uh, you know, we've got this whole workflow. It all works now. Like you can go from your staked Adam to uh, like, you can go from Adam staked natively in a uh, on-chain to uh, uh, to uh, uh, staked Atom on Stride, take that staked Atom over to uh, Agoric, uh, turn that Atom into IST, go buy some Celestia, um, go buy some Tier. Like these sorts of workflows are actually possible. Um, and I think it's just a question of getting users to try them out. Hey, Zagi, thanks for that. Uh, before we move on to the next question, uh, just a reminder for the audience, we're handling uh, questions from the audience today via the comment thread as opposed to requesting to speak on stage. So if you'd be so kind, just add your question into the comment thread uh, for this space, and uh, we'll use that as a way to moderate the comments and our questions and, and pose them to the group here at the end of the discussion. Sorry about jumping in there, Fred. Over to you again, man. Oh, no problem. Um, that was uh, great, as always, Zaki, for your uh, wisdom in this space. And um, uh, thinking of Stride and where we're, we're going, so uh, what is it that is interesting to you about InterProtocol and ISD? And you did a great job of being instrumental in the documentation and the background of Staked Atom and, and getting it on the community forum. So uh, what was the... the it's so hard right now for getting it going. Yeah, I think Stride and Inner Protocol are very aligned when it comes to safety. IST is safety first. Very, very, and the whole inner team and Agoric at large, very careful about risk. And that's the right approach here given the history of stablecoins in Cosmos. It's imperative that we get this right this time around. Uh, they had top-tier risk analysis of ST Atom from Gauntlet, maybe the top risk analysis firm in the space. 
they devised a new type of oracle for STATOM that took into account all the, the quirks uh, regarding LFTs and the redemption rate as really quite carefully crafted. And then uh, why now? Well, IST proved its product with Atom, but I think now it's time to expand on that foundation and make the stablecoin capital efficient. So it, it feels like the right time. Okay, great. So as far as the LST landscape, liquid staking um, token landscape as a whole goes, you might have seen that there was a new signaling proposal that got posted on the community forums from Persistence about STK Atom and IST. How do you look at competing projects like that or Quicksilver? Do you see them as competitors to Stride? Can they help grow the category? Are they uh, just uh, uh, parallel or competing? Or kind of how do you see the those kinds of projects? Yeah, good question. We're, we're very early in the adoption of liquid staking on Cosmos. I think it's only 2% of stake is liquid stake. You were mentioning this earlier compared with ETH where it's 33 uh, so w one way we can all work together to grow the category is by specializing, kind of like the LST protocols do on Ethereum. You know, Rocket Pool has its own unique advantages. Lido has unique advantages. And in, in Cosmos, uh, just as an example, Quicksilver has a specialization which is governance-focused. Persistence has a specialization which is prioritizing its own in-house DeFi ecosystem. And I think in the prop you mentioned, it's it's clear that that's the priority. They're asking for most of the liquidity to do, be deployed on their native ecosystem. Uh, Stride has a specialization as well, safety and minimalism. Now, the devil's advocate argument would be that fragmentation is actually bad for the eco because of similar reasons as to why Osmosis chose to partner with Axelar and prioritize the safety of that single protocol. If you double down on a single hyper-secure solution, you get really trustworthy, provable safety guarantees. And supporting the safest liquid staking protocol makes that protocol maximally secure, since ultimately security is about the sum of each liquid staking protocol's security store, score times their TVL. And if you put all the TVL in one protocol and make that maximally secure, you maximize the security. Uh, the other reason to focus on a single safe LST might be that if you fragment the market for decentralized liquid staking early and pay, put the best liquid staking protocol at a disadvantage, a centralized exchange could come in and win. It's already a pretty unlikely outcome, and uh, it's encouraging and uh, surprising to see that playing out on Ethereum with, with Lido uh, beating the centralized exchanges. Um, so it might be safer to rally behind the best liquid staking provider and make it uh, ultra safe. Um, those are kind of the two sides of the argument. Um, I'm curious what you all think. It's kind of an open question today. Yeah, I have a, some uh, personal opinions, but I think that you kind of uh, explained it really well between the devil's advocate version and the, you know, let's grow the, the pie first, and then we can uh, look at, uh, you know, how to slice up the pie. Uh, but one of the things I wanted to, ask about is you you were talking about safety and security and uh, being proactive. And so last week, you actually paused some liquid staking functionality. Are you willing to give us a little bit more insight about what happened and uh, well, what concerns we might have over uh, ac activities like that? Yeah, totally. So this was a step too far on the side of safety. Stride has always had rate limits. 
and also critical on-chain invariants that monitor uh, variables within the stride protocol. And if they look wonky or move outside of a predetermined safety band, all functionality is paused to mitigate risk in the chance of an exploit. Um, those were those bands were tightened because they were kind of medium tight for a very long time, and then um, we decided to tighten them further uh, just to increase security even more. But they were tightened a little bit too much, and natural variability in the inflation rate of the Cosmos Hub and Osmosis caused the too tight bands to be triggered and functionality paused. Uh, but nothing went wrong. It was just uh, overabundance of of caution in setting those bands, and they've since been loosened a little bit, so they're better calibrated now. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I think that's great. I uh, actually don't recall any chain that has done this proactively. It's usually after uh, an exploit that this kind of thing happens, so I, I think it's incredible to have it happen uh, uh, proactively on there. Uh, so. Uh, any final uh, comments that you have, uh, Riley or Vikram? Uh, um, I'm I'm curious about what the next collateral is going to be for IST. <laughs> well, that's a, a great segue if we want to uh, uh, keep going uh, in there. <clears throat> it looks like we have one hand up. I don't know, uh, Bob, you're going to take care of that or uh, Rick. Um, so if you look at the community forum, for inner protocol, there is a proposal to add dot as the next uh, collateral uh, type. So um, there's some activity in the Discord forums on uh, the uh, Agoric Discord. So check those out and see if you want to get behind the uh, the dot proposal. Uh, part of that process for looking at a new collateral type is the Economic Committee does some uh, risk assessment, and uh, that has has started because the community has asked for. Uh, it to to do so, and uh, uh, doesn't mean that dot is guaranteed. It still is up to the community to do a proposal that has all of the requirements, such as oracles and relayers, and all of the technical side of things. And then, of course, the uh, the build stakers have to vote uh, on it. But that's the the current proposal that's uh, out there. Uh, the other proposal that I thought I'd mention is out there. You know, especially been following the governance proposals, is uh, USDC and USDT going live as collateral for the PSM. And the, being able to have uh, this multiple minting mechanisms of both the PSM for arbitrage and, and uh, zero slippage between stable tokens as well as the vaults really is uh, a great feature of inner protocol. And USDC and USDT while already available on PSM, are now available via the USDC Noble chain and USDC on the Kava chain. So these are native to Cosmos. And so we'll be adding them uh, if the proposal goes through. There was a, uh, a small uh, low severity error in the code. And so engineers are looking at it and expect to have that reposted uh, early next week so that uh, we can uh, vote on that. and. Uh, check that out. Uh, other things that are going on in the kind of interprotocol ecosystem from a monthly update, since we try to do those on these uh, community calls as well, is there's going to be Stella Swap pools, Stella Swap going live uh, very soon. 
as well as some new liquidity incentives incentives coming on osmosis with some of the new um, super stable pools. Uh, Quasar vaults are coming. Uh, there's uh, discussions going on with the Cosmos Hub about different partnerships. Uh, and I think the, the next one to look at from a Twitter Spaces standpoint is we'll have one with Archway and Noble next Thursday to talk about the new Astro Vault stable pool, which is live. Hey, Fred, I just want to jump in too, just on new collateral types. So I guess, like, from the Agoric Opco perspective, one collateral type that we're really excited about and there's some work to do is wrapped staked ETH. So, um, we see that as like a massive source of liquidity for for IST, and so we're we're trying to chart that path. But that is one we're especially excited for. But I know it sounds to the community, um, but there's lots of options there. Same same with uh, Nomic BTC. Um, so yeah, there, there's some exciting uh, collateral options, and uh, we're trying to you know circle the cards to make sure we have the infrastructure to support them. Um, you know, other exciting things are we're working on improving our onboarding and on-ramp you know we're, we're going to have we're going to integrate with skip api we're going to try and uh, consolidate our, our onboarding we're going to have a, a front end for kato built in a widget built into our adapts so there's a bunch of work we're doing around cctp skip api um you know fiat on-ramping that's going to really bring all these pieces together um and kind of solve that and so that's another parallel piece of work that we're working on uh, along with adding new features and 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 you know these awesome new um psm assets as well as um new exciting collateral types that's a great update uh from opco brandon really appreciate that uh, i think that uh that that's a heads up to the community that uh, it's time to start talking about uh, these other collateral types and getting some discussion and proposals uh, out there since the, the OPCO is looking at it from an engineering standpoint and what, what needs to be done to, to do that. So, Hey, Fred, shall I jump in? Yes, I was going to say, Rick, you want to tell us about what else is going on? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for mentioning the stake and mint campaign earlier. I, I think like most people, I've been really blown away with the, the creative quality of, of what's happening there. It's, it's really fun. Uh, hats off to BCMO and the rest of the marketing team for making that happen. Also, if uh, the people in the audience here had been paying attention on crypto Twitter the last couple of days, we have had the stake and mint repost competition and we have a winner. And the winner who shared the love for the launch video on Monday, uh, we selected with the random name generator. And the winner is Mohammed, who is uh, his Twitter handle or his X handle is at MOH15MOHA. Um, 300 ISTs coming your way, Mohammed. Just DM us on Twitter. Uh, send us your Agoric wallet address. We'll send it over. So that's 300 IST to Muhammad, the winner of the Stake and Mint repost competition. Um, congrats on that. And also heads up to the rest of you. We're going to have a very special community campaign collaboration between Stride and Inner Protocol set to launch next week. Uh, don't want to say too much about it, but there is a hint for you, which is there will be an NFT involved. Okay, a uh, couple of other reminders, and then let's go over to questions because we are running short on time at this point. Uh, first reminder, the DCF delegation 
program is open for applications right now. If you are an Agoric validator and you would like to up the amount of stake that you're holding, put in that application. If you're already, or if you already applied for the Agoric delegation program, um, you can do this very, very easily. You simply need to give us permission to access that data from Agoric. Uh, if, you're, if you didn't apply for the Agoric program, you will have to fill out the whole application. I encourage you to get started on that now. Um, that closes the 31st of October. So the time is ticking on 65 million in build to be staked. Second, the grants program we kicked off at the beginning of the month is off, frankly, to a bit of a slow start. We were really hoping to see better uptake uh, from the community on that. If you visit the DCF website, that's dcfoundation.io, right at the top of each page, there's a link to the grant section. You can read what our criteria are and what our aspirations are, and you can fill out the application. It is not burdensome. I really encourage you to do that. Okay, let us go ahead and start talking about questions. And the very first question that popped up in the comment thread, I wanna throw over to Zucky. Um, Zucky, we had a request, we had a question from the user, please give me, and they said, what are the advantages of IST other than being a decentralized stable coin and being used for transaction fees? Why should users choose IST over major stable coins? Zucky, you want to do that? Yeah. I mean, IST right now is the only stable coin you can mint with stake data. Um, so I think like like the whole point of IST, right, is like you if you look at you think about how stable coins interact in DeFi, right? Um, projects provide incentives to bring liquidity onto their system. What do people use stable coins for? Um, stable coins are frequently one of the uh, sort of like important assets that link together multiple pools on decentralized exchanges. So like it's frequent. Let's say you want to go from SOM to Osmo. Um, uh, right now, you know, Osmosis uses Osmo as like the liquidity spine uh, uh, asset. But, um, you know, on Kujira, for instance, they use USK. Uh, but like the Cosmos Dex ecosystem needs a liquidity spine asset. Um, as the Cosmos ecosystem expands, people have a logical reason to want to be long Atom um, while also participating in all of these uh, new protocols and everything that's launching. Uh, IST is a system that lets you do that. And, you know, even if, like right now, because between the PSM and the DEX pools that exist, um, even if your chosen, like, opportunity, like, let's say you want to go earn, you know, 30% yield on USDC on Levana, um, there's plenty of liquidity for you to uh, take your ST Atom, mint some IST, uh, 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 go take advantage of that opportunity. Um, so IST is right now, you know, and so I think there's like a couple of things that are important, right? Um, you know, we've been around a year, uh, happy birthday IST, uh, uh, which is I think an important sort of watermark just from like a stable coin design point of view. Um, there's never been a significant period where IST has been off peg, um, showing like the sort of soundness of the sort of core design. Um, uh, as you know, and this is a good place for us uh, we've had successful liquidations, um, you know, the protocol is working. Um, and so all, as all of these pieces come together, um, you know, IST becomes, you know, and so USDC is a great asset, you know, work on that too. And it's basically the only way to turn dollars in your bank account into a stable coin that you can use on chain. 
Um, but ISK becomes is hopefully the way that like all the large cap assets in Cosmos, uh, uh, starting with Adam, uh, but eventually others. Uh, it's the way you know people in those who are who are uh, holders of those assets um, can uh, access lots of other DeFi protocols. Um, you know, I, I had this statement that like what what stablecoins do. So like in a centralized exchange, you have this concept of like exchange wide cross margin. I.e., like, what can you, uh, what what margin and what leverage can you achieve against your, uh, against your, uh, against all the assets that you hold on the change, all the positions you hold, effectively, like, well designed stablecoins in a lot of ecosystems, and you see this with Kujira with USK, um, become the protocol wide cross margin for the whole ecosystem, um, and you see that on Ethereum. Um, uh, you know that is the role that like the collective set of 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 stablecoins. Uh, fulfill, um, and so those pieces um, are, you know, th those become like sort of. This is like why having an IST in the Cosmos ecosystem is like so important. And then you know the security, like you know, in order for all of this to work, um, the software in this has to be really secure. But you also have to be able to extend it fairly rapidly. Um, and this is like all the engineering the Agora team has done sort of enables Interprotocol to actually like do that. Excellent, excellent. We had another question that really related to IST roadmap and, and what was the problem that Interprotocol was trying to solve in the blockchain world. I think that's a fair question, but I also think that a lot of what you just talked about, Zucky, goes directly to that. Brendan, do you have other thoughts on that? Can you expand from a, an Agoric product uh, point of view perhaps? Uh, can you guys hear me okay? Sorry, my spaces was freaking. Yeah, yeah we've but, had all kinds of technical glitches today, but you're good. Yeah, so, um, you know, in terms of like a roadmap, um, you know, we, we've spent a bit of time recently on, on thinking through that. You know, we had our offsite last week. Um, and so there's there's a bunch of work we need to do to, you know, to distill that and uh, kind of convey that to the community. Um, we've definitely you have owed this for for some time uh, and so part of it's been focusing on and some you know agorgopco initiatives um and but we finally kind of i've started to get the kind of hive mind together to kind of map that out and you know part of it is a large part is kind of focusing on like where what we can get to in the next six to eight months you know i mentioned wrath stake eth like getting ist liquidity up is a big priority for us what are some enablers of that like is it is it certain collateral types where we see a high demand you know sd atom was obviously a big uh, step forward there with with uh liquid state tokens so there there we're starting to think about what are these huge critical unlocks that um you know these directions that interprotocol can go on whether it's um expanding our our offerings or you know we're also focusing on kind of the partnership side and and, and the proliferation so it's like a multi-pronged approach where all these interconnected um entities are, are working together um and but from a product perspective we're thinking about okay what are the collateral types what are some uh features of ist that we we uh we haven't thought about like an example is you know ist as a um reserve asset for for the cosmos hub uh oh i think we've lost brendan again am i the only one uh i can hear him fine Oh, okay. Um, you know, so so you know, ISC as a as a as a reserve asset for the Cosmos Hub. There are some interesting projects and discussions happening, um, all of which really 
kind of point us in in a in a in a great direction and and help with the IC proliferation and and this roadmap will become more clear over the next couple of weeks and months. Um, but I think all I can say is watch the space. Uh, we will give you some uh, visual roadmap on where we see intergoing and some of their main initiatives that we're targeting and uh, big rocks that we're targeting for the next um, you know forthcoming quarters. That's great, Brendan. I'm really excited to see some of these. Uh utilities for uh, IST expand and, and grow. So to kind of wrap it up for the this um, Twitter spaces or X spaces, let's uh, do an open question for the speakers. In one sentence, why should we all be bullish on the future of Cosmos? And let's start with uh, Riley and um, Barat. If you guys are still here and Twitter spaces is still working for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Um, one sentence, why should we be bullish on, on the future of the Cosmos? I think yeah. uh, community and the interchain stack would be my one sentence response. I can double down into that if you guys prefer as well. <laughs> no, that's great. Love it. Brett, do you have anything to add? Okay. How about uh, Zaki or Brendan or Bob or uh, Rick? Yeah, I mean, probably not one sentence. I'm, I, I tend to talk. Um, I think just, you know, new players coming into the space with DIDX, not, not so much new, just a um, new, fresh Cosmos. Um, so I think the biggest answer to, the, uh, uh, to that question is, I mean, like, I will, like, I will say that, like, the, what, what we have seen right now is, um, an enormous number of like market leading uh, DeFi protocols and uh, uh, like specifically perpetuals protocols are building with elements of the Cosmos stack. Um, and, you know, the, you know, it's like sort of the statement, like the, you know, the most exciting infrastructure protocol that is like launching right now is Celestia. Uh, the most exciting DeFi protocol that is launching right now is DYDX. Um, the fastest growing uh, uh, perpetuals protocol right now is Hyperliquid. Um, uh, Vega just announced perps as well today. Um, you see an enormous, like the, the utility of having the modular system that we've designed for building, you know, the built to building custom blockchain applications for the largest use cases of blockchain, um, uh, which like, you know, the largest use case of cryptocurrency, the largest use case of blockchain is like collateralizing perps. Um, these, uh, and the Cosmos stack seems to be extremely good at that. Um, and like for specific reasons, you know, um, the level of programmability of the entire stack is the kind of missing piece. Um, and uh, so, you know, those sort of net, so, you know, there's narr you know, crypto is frequently driven by narratives and wealth effects and and like community stuff, but product market fit matters a lot. And Cosmos has a lot of really promising things on that end that represent you know the last year of work to get them all into the into market. That's a great uh, wrap up and conclusion for this. So let's go ahead and end this uh, Inner Protocol October Jam with uh, Staked Adam Stride. So thanks so much for everyone for joining especially our friends at uh, Stride, Riley, and uh, Virat. Uh, thanks for making it happen, and uh, congratulations to all of the, the people that have made the Staked 
Adam Vault Live, but uh, also to InterProtocol as a whole for doing its first year uh, in, in uh, on chain. So thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye Thank bye. you, guys. Bye bye. Thanks. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over the impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality. The teeth stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, say and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served.